0: All right, and we're back with the Romero group. Um, in this group, we have Carbondale, Plainview, uh, Denver, and Flagstaff. So we'll start off with the number one seed, Carbondale. Carbondale replaced – they lost the thirty ten class, and they replaced it with the 229-242 class. So not um, Coach Dizzy Dell's uh, best work, but, um, you know, it's, it's just what happens sometimes. Uh, they did get some medium-sized height, I, I mean – I know this height's not super skilled, but uh, you have a couple guys that can pass that are six seven, six eight, and Carter Johnson and Eric uh, Martin. Uh, yeah, but, you know, you lose guys like Justin Hohen, who, um, you know, is their key big man, rebounding, defensive uh, big man. And then they lose Jeffrey Romero, who, um, you know, he shot a lot for them. He scored 15.5 points. Um Those aren't players that it's like, oh, like they can't, those aren't players you can't replace, but, um, but uh, you, yeah, but you see that um, you got to replace them with somebody and they didn't bring in a great class. So um, that means you got to look at the bench and see who's going to work.
1: Yeah. Um, they, yeah. That's a tough break for, for coach Dizzy Dell. I mean, it looks like, I don't know if he targeted any of those guys or if they were walk ons um, out of the three um, yeah, Carter Jackson looks like probably the most useful. Um, just looking at the, the, the recruiting spreadsheet from last year, Carter Jackson looks like he, he brings a little bit of, of passing, a little bit of defense, um, a little bit of size. The other two, um, you know, I don't know how useful they're going to be, you know, at best, Uh, bench pieces so yeah they were trying to replace two starters so and there's nothing real obvious on the bench that's going to help them I mean you got Alex Mitchell was your backup center last year so he may have to go into the starting lineup just uh, because of the need for height and he does give you a decent amount of rebounding and rim protection I'm not going to give you much offense but then again Holland didn't do that either so um, the pressure is definitely going to be on they're returning uh, backcourt because those are the guys that carried them last year and they're going to have to do it again this year.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, One thing is uh, you look at last year's stats and their backup point guard, Cole Patrick, that guy could score um, and he got 2.6 steals. I mean, he was one of the most productive players per 30, 49% from the field, 41 from three, 90% from the free throw line. I mean, you think, uh, you know, as a senior, he's got a shot at playing a little bit yeah, more?
1: Yeah, that, that, that might be, you know, what, what coach needs to do. Um, maybe just slide those two starters down a spot and then just run with a uh, backcourt of Patrick and Richter and move Moynihan to small forward. I mean, Moynihan is six is six, so he has the size to play there for sure. So um, that might be the obvious thing to do. And, and that way you get your three best offensive options on the floor at the same time.
0: I mean, the only thing he doesn't have is uh, really passing ability. So, um, but, you know, through his three years, per 30, he's 59% true shooting, 21 points per game, 2.3 steals. Um, he looks pretty solid. I um, So I, I wonder if uh, Coach Dizzy Dell is going to insert him into the starting lineup, but he's got to get some people in there, and he's going to be a little bit lacking for height. Um, potentially Alex Mitchell um, but yeah just something to think about let's look at the two seed Flagstaff the Whippersnappers Flagstaff lost the um, 49-82 class and they replaced it with the 191-199 class um, you know you last year they um, had Matthew Smith uh, at small forward 13 points per game and Town and Bryantown Town was probably their best player. The center um, could defend, could rebound, could pass, and you know that's a tough loss. Uh, they don't really bring in height. Um, they didn't bring in a ton of talent necessarily. Everyone can shoot a little bit, like they're decent percentages, and they can pass a little bit, but turn it over a little too much. Um, I, I wouldn't say I think Tao's is uh, excited about this class necessarily, but. Um, I think they're in for a little bit of a step back just because they were already small and they lost their big man.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes you lose height uh, or you don't bring in height and it's not really, you know, a a killer, but when you're already super short to start with, uh, it's going to be tough because they were already going with a six, five power forward last year. So they're already really short in the starting lineup and now you lose your center. Um, They do have Chad Delaney, uh, on the bench, he's a six ten backup center. He had pretty decent numbers. Um, you know, really good rebounder. Um, plays good defense. Can chip in a little on offense. So he's he's definitely gonna have to go into the starting lineup. But now you bring in nothing taller than than six five. So they're gonna be super short again. Um, they're gonna have to be going with a six five or at most a six seven power forward. So um, that's that's gonna mm-hmm. be where they struggle. Um, and the, and because of that, the you know I don't it's like they said, defense, you know, contributes to your offense. And so their offense was, was okay, but not great last year. And now you're, you know, you're, you're sacrificing even a little more in, in the front court. So it, we'll just have to see how, how, how their guards can, can, can overcome that.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's, uh, let's look at the next team Plainview. Um, So Plainview brought in uh, probably the I mean, definitely the best class in this uh, in this group. They brought in the 3-6 uh, class, and, and they replaced the 50-65 um, class. They lost their starting point guard in uh, Jadon Jenkins, uh, who is, you know, a pass-first, defensive-first guy. Uh, and then they lost, um, you know, their backup point guard and backup shooting guard. They brought in Stanley Slatery, uh, you know, just a stud, 61.7% true shooting, 58% field goal percentage, uh, 10 rebounds, 1.2 assists, three blocks, 0.9 steals, only 1.1 turnovers. And then, you know, he got overlooked a little bit, but Sydney Hall is a really solid player. He shot 52%, 48.4% from three, 64.5% true shooting percentage, uh, 5.1 uh, assists, 2.6 turnovers, only one, but I think he slides in really well uh, at that um, point guard position. James Walters, too, you know, he's not a shooter, but he takes care of the ball okay, and he gets two steals a game, so that's big time. Um, you know, this, this team added a lot of talent to a, to their team. They are already, you know, they are a PTT team last year. You know, they already had some solid players, but, you know, you can – You got some stuff to figure out. Colin Anderson can potentially move to the bench, putting in Slatery, and then Sidney Hall entering the starting lineup. I mean, that. You know I, that should make everyone a lot better. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a team that's historically been really good, um, but you know, missed the NTT the last couple seasons. But definitely with this with this freshman class and uh, looking to get back for sure. Um, Slattery is just the type of guy that that every coach dreams of. You know, he's six eleven, uh, plays good defense. Uh, one of those rare big men that, that's also a great scorer. Um, you know, they would they didn't get. Much out of their starting centers. I don't know if they tried both Anderson and Gaines last year at starting center. They, like they sort of split time. But Slattery is going to take the bulk of those minutes. And uh, he's going to make a big difference with this starting lineup. And like you said, Sydney Hall um, it is a very easy replacement for for their graduated uh, point guard Jenkins. So he should be able to go right in there. And And I don't know if he's the type of guy that's going to score 20 points right off the bat but they do have other offensive options. So just adding to that, they're going to have a really strong starting five and by moving. And if they do choose to move Anderson back to the bench, that does give them a little height on the bench, which they lacked a little bit of last year. So um, it just improves everything with a class like this.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just makes everything so much easier. Um, You know, it's and you know, the one thing though is, you know, you get a center like that, you got guys, uh, two through four who are like used to getting a couple shots up how you sometimes you know getting a getting a center who's a, an incredible scorer it takes work figuring out how do I actually get him the ball so that he can shoot and do well um, sometimes you know those studs it's like man they're just not shooting as much as I want you know um, and that can be a struggle
1: yeah, yeah, it's actually a common thing that, that we've seen with a lot of teams and on my own teams I've definitely had that. I mean, sometimes you see you have that stud center who scored twenty points a game and then they go into uh, college and, and all of a sudden they're only scoring eight. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out. But if they can get him the ball enough and if he's willing enough to shoot, then then it, it, this is the type of guy that
0: turns your program around. Yeah. Good problems to have, good problems to have, but um uh... You know, better than the alternative—that's for sure, right? <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, the last group pulling up the rear in this this uh, um, this group is Denver. Denver brought in the one thirty five, one fifty five class, replacing the uh, thirty eight, eighty class. They lost their center, Jacob 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 Jackson, and then they lost a uh, backup point guard and backup small forward. Uh, they bring in a couple guys. Uh, Point guard, uh, Liam Knight, um, 49% from the field, 53.9%, 13 uh, points from the shooting guard position. Um, yeah, Hunter Parker, who is a pretty good defender, 3.4 assists, 1.8 steals, 1.5 uh, turnovers, and 17 points. Not necessarily that efficient, but man, the guy can hit threes, that's for sure. He's 34.5% from three, 41.5% um from, uh, from from, the field, and over one-third of his shots are from three. So, uh, interesting, that guy there. How, how do you think, uh, yeah, how do you think he fills it? The I mean, this team's a little short, that's for sure. You know, they lose their 1-6-10 guy, and all they have now is 6-8 guys. Um, yeah, how do you think they compete?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, losing their starting center, even though Jackson wasn't the, you know, greatest uh, producer offensively Um, losing that height is is definitely tough Um, I'd like to see you know probably a guy like Noah Baber go into the starting lineup he had some really Mm -hmm. nice defensive numbers last year at least on a per 30 basis so um, a little bit undersized at center but um I think it's when you're, really a good. Bit, yeah, and when, when you're a little bit short, I think you just have to get the best players in there, regardless of the size. So, um, mm-hmm. he's, and even uh, their backup power forward Matthew Hirsch um, was was pretty decent off the bench, scoring 13 on a per 30 basis. Um, got a few rebounds, you know, a couple assists. Um, so, and you know, it's, they had Aaron Miller last year as their as their power forward. He was a little bit undersized. So, I wonder if you just maybe go really short on the bench. And then just just stack the lineup with everything you got, and just try and get as many minutes out of them as you can. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Hunter Parker's the type of guy that yeah, I don't know, he wasn't very efficient last year. He could give you a little offense, but I don't know if maybe he's just better as a bench scorer because they do bring back their two um, uh, starting uh, guards, and and that those guys provide the bulk of their offense. So and Parker doesn't really have the size to to play anywhere else unless they go really small and maybe move guy like Kern into small forward. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I think they said when you when you lack depth, you just kind of have to stack the starting lineup and
0: hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they got a tough schedule, man. Uh, their out-of-conference <laughs> schedule includes Englewood and Mep. I'm not expecting a great tournament from Denver just because of the size, but, you know, last year, uh, Barber and Walters, or, sorry, um, it's uh, Barber- uh, Barber and Hirsch um, they they were more productive they they were their uh, plus minuses were were a lot higher than the starters so you know they do something right when they're in the game um, and, uh, yeah I'm excited to see you know how that translates yep. so looking at this group as a whole how do you see it playing out um,
1: well I think just based on it, from a talent perspective I think Plains, plain view has uh, has a definite advantage here. Um, not only that, but because they weren't the number one seed, maybe they didn't get the toughest out of group schedule. So I think the schedule favors them as well. So if if yeah. those freshmen can come in and and even provide a you know just like a fraction of what they did in high school, um, that's going to make this team a really really tough team to play. So um, based on based on everything, talent, schedule. Other
0: members in the group, um, I, I I have to go with Plainview here. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Plainview um, runs away with this group. They got a lot of talent, and you know, um, you know, you don't you don't ever want to discount any other teams, you know, because you know Carbondale is a solid team. But the way the group got worked out, it looks like it's really favoring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in Carbondale with that rough freshman class, I mean, they were the most successful out of these teams last year, but, um, you know, I think they're going to struggle a little bit to, to replicate that. So, um, and they, like I said, the schedule, it doesn't, doesn't
0: favor them like it does Plainview. Uh, plain view. So I think this is plain views group to lose. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much coach for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it and, uh, yeah. We'll try and get a couple more groups out there. We'll see what we can do.
1: All right. Thanks, Coach. My pleasure.